โอเคตีอีลิงบาร์ We started by telling us that Jesus desire that we prosper in all things. He wants us to be in health. He also wants our souls to prosper, isn't it? Praise God. Let someone、uh, open Bible to First Thessalonians chapter number five and verse three. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-three. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray that that your your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved, blameless. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can you see that? God is so much passionate and interested in the totality of you, your spirit, your soul, and work, and your body. He wanted sanctified, not sanctified for a moment, not being stained for it, because sickness is a stain on your body. Amen. Sanctified means to be set apart. To be set apart, isn't it? So, if sickness is dwelling in your body, if your body is sanctified, yes, it is possible for the spirit and soul of a man to be sanctified, and his body is not sanctified. Amen. Sickness is negativity in your body. It is. It isn't positivity. I think you know that. So when sickness dwells in your body, it is not the will of the Father, and whatever that is not in the will or in the mind of the Father, of course, you know the Spirit knows the mind of the Father, and the Spirit will also be communicating to your spirit that this sickness is not the will of the Father. There is the witness in man that there that there that the Spirit in man that there witness. Amen. So. When that spirit bear witness that something negative is happening to you, then you need to react to it. Amen. Not only in your health, but in all ramification of your life. Are you following me now? Of course, sickness is of the devil. Sickness is not from God. I told you that sickness wasn't part of your formation. Devil orchestrated that evil. And he uses the machination of sin to perpetrate that evil, to bring sickness into the world. Amen. The world that God created is the world that was created for you. You remember? I told you all of that. Amen. Okay. The Bible says in Acts chapter ten, verse thirty-eight. Acts 10:38, the Bible says that our God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and what power, and immediately the anointing rest upon Jesus. The Bible says something triggered into action, and Jesus went in the power of that impartation. The Bible says he moved on. Healing all, the previous scripture it says all that are oppressed, not some, all that are oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Can you see that? Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm just showing you some things. Just what I'm saying is just、um, bringing a recap of what we have done before, because I think fundamental. There is something um, um, instructional that I would like to pass across to you today. Amen. So the Bible says that Jesus went about doing good. So it means that healing is good, isn't it? 
it means that sickness is evil. Is that what it means? Okay, so I'm looking at it because some of some people have come to tell us, given us that mentality, they have you know registered it in our mind that at times God is dealing with us, is bringing obedience out of us, and because of that, He gives us some sickness. Amen. I said it the last time, and I've come to prove it to you that God is dealing with you to obtain by bringing sickness to you. No. Even when you commit sin, God is not dealing with you to sickness. Sickness is not the response of God. Amen. What God does when you sin, God, God doesn't like sin. God does not accumulate it. Despite the fact that he has, uh, Jesus paid, Jesus dealt with sin. So, believer in Christ, you don't have sin problem. Jesus dealt with sin. Your past, present, and future sin. Jesus Christ dealt with sin on the cross of Calvary. I think you know that. Praise God. But when you sin, God frowns at you because sin is a legal matter. Amen. The wages of sin, the Bible says it is what? It is dead. But Jesus did something. He says, and if you read that scripture, that Romans will be completed. He says, but the gift of God is what? Is eternal life. So eternal life cancels sin completely. Amen. What was missing in man after the fall was the eternal life. Is it eternal life, brother? And what Jesus Christ came to restore back to man is that eternal life. So eternal life negates sin and its consequences. Somebody get that thing. Is somebody hearing that thing? Eternal life negates sin and its consequences completely. Amen. So any time you see sickness in your body, sickness is uh, one of the consequences of sin, you frown at it. You don't say God is dealing with me because God cannot be the healer and also be the, uh, the cause of the sickness. The Bible says that Jesus went about doing good, healing all that are oppressed of the devil. Sickness and oppression, I think you that. We have sick devil can oppress you, devil can possess man, devil can obsess man, devil can suppress man. Amen. He suppressed, but the ultimate that devil wants to possess. And of course, you know that you are delivered in Christ. Your spirit man is not open to satanic possession. As a child of God, you cannot be possessed. The darkness and the light cannot coexist in you. Amen. It's not possible. It's either you belong to darkness or you belong to the light. Amen. Okay. Is somebody following me this morning? So I have cleared your, all your doubts about sickness, about things God is dealing with you, dealing with you with sickness. I think I've cleared all your doubts. God is not dealing with you, He's not putting sickness on you. To deal with you. Amen. Okay. Last week we looked at um, the principle of the flawless goodness of God in creation. Is that what we said last week? Okay, that's our that's our first um, teaching, right? Okay. Let us. Um, okay, we look at the um, perversion of what was originally good. That is the deformation of man. Amen. And we say that sin is the root problem. Sin is the root problem. Sin is the foundation of um, the problem. Amen. And many things were said. We look at the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 9. And um, we also look at Romans chapter 6 and verse um, 16. And I was trying to prove it to us that sin is the cause of sickness. Amen. Last week I said I'm going to show you something um, very interesting. 
from the book of Romans chapter 8 and I'm going to read from verse 20. Can we open our Bible? Romans chapter uh, 8. I call it bondage of corruption. Bondage of corruption. I want to explain that future to us in relation to um, the topic we are treating for Sickness and mortality is one of the bondage erupted from corruption. Amen. Nature becomes slave with decay and death because of sin. Everything that God created, they were created not to decay. But because sin took over, then everything subjected to decay and corruption. In Romans chapter 8, verse 20, the Bible says, I want you to follow me carefully. I don't have, I'm not going to spend too much time, you know, today. I just do this and explain one other thing to us, then I will leave. Because I want to take this teaching precept upon precept and lines upon lines for your proper understanding. Because it's going to be an experience to you. It's going to be an encounter that you will always remember throughout the days of your life. Amen. Just like um, with the way Kenneth Hagin will put it, Kenneth Hagin will say that we need to uh, um, learn out, learn to pray because if you don't pray now, there will be a time when you will still need to pray. Amen. Praise God. We still need to pray. And also, same things applicable to faith. If you don't know how to use your faith now, there will be a time when you are in need of that faith. Amen. So let us read that scripture. It says, For the creation was subjected to what? Futility. We can say, we can use another word for futility, a vanity. Amen. So what is that futility? Why is the world subjected to futility? What it means is that there was a point in time when the world was not in futility. If I say I subject something to something, it means that that thing was in a state before, then I subject it to another state. Praise God. So it says that for the creation was subjected to futility. Why? We are the creation. We are subjected to vanity. Amen. Why? Because man fell in the garden of Eden. So it is the sin of man that subject man to that vanity. Praise God. So it refers to the cause on creation. It refers to the cause of creation. And the Bible says that not willingly. So, what he's saying is that not what the creation desire, not of their own choice. He says, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Who subjected it in hope? Adam. Adam subjected the world to futility in hope. And what is that hope? Hope of restoration. Because when Adam subjected it, there is hope of restoration. The subjection is the deformity of man. And there is hope. Ah, when will this thing be restored? What was lost in Adam? When will it be restored? Amen. But I have a good news for you. That this was restored in Christ Jesus. I will say something to us. I will I pray I will not forget. I don't want to go on too much side journey today because I have very soft message and I want to put it together and you know but God only will remind me to tell you this before I leave here today. Amen. So I'm still extending that spirit of us. 
He says, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of what? Corruption. Into what? Into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole world grows and labor with that plan together until now. Like a woman that is in labor. Crying, shouting for the deliverance of one has been destroyed. Amen. See. I will try to explain this to you properly. There is salvation for you in Christ. Christ alter and undo all that this Adam did. I call it salvation. But there is what I also call the ultimate salvation. It's part of the teaching. I'm going to teach you part of the subtopic. And what, what Jesus did is that he saved us. So he stepped off from sin. When the angel appeared to Mary and he declared uh, the mission of Jesus, he says, You shall conceive, Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, you shall conceive and bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. But it was, was the mission was so fair. Praise God. So Jesus Christ came to save us from sin. And you know that sin is a compound word. Sin is a compound word. So many things are embedded. Sin has its fruits. Sin has its relatives. It have, sin has its family. One of the families is disaster, is earthquake, is natural. All the natural disaster is not the heart of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Natural disaster is not the act of God. It's as a result of the fallen world. It's as a result of the decay and corruption and vanity that the world becomes. Are you hearing me? When you see natural disaster, ah, don't say God is dealing with some people. God is doing this. It's not God at work. It's as a result of the vanity that befall the heart. So, don't be ignorant. I guess I'm saying now. Don't join the ignorant one. Be intelligent. Be intelligent. Somebody say be intelligent. Say it all say be intelligent. When the wife is talking with me, I say, Madam, I My brain. Let me see. Let me see. You cannot just give me something and expect me to run with it. You know, people like us, they call us, we say we are this tough. You know, when I'm dealing with people, I'm very unintelligent. I try to, I don't bring up issues. I don't want to bring issues because, how will I say? You will never understand. The next thing is that you turn it to wrong. I'm going to have that rough game then last week. I'm going to have that rough game. <laughs> so it is better. You go be quiet and not say anything. I get something. So don't be unintelligent. Be smart. Don't let people come and tell you that trouble thing and wrong with it. If somebody hear what I'm saying, if somebody gets something, I call you the place of the Lord. I say you are the blessed of the Lord. I want to take you through something else. Today, let me just, as a matter of fact, in the next 20 minutes, I should be done. God's willing. But what, what I just explained, you get it at all? You get that scripture, Romans chapter 8. That is what that story is talking about. 
there's something about the corruption that befall the world as a result of the sin of Adam. The consequences, so the whole world was subjected to vanity. Everything created was created deeply. You are created to leave behind. You are not created to experience decay. I you get something there. But God finds remedy to restore you. You were restored. Did somebody get something. If you get me, say glory to God. Ah. These are the things that I understand. I was talking to one of our sisters during the week. I said, Sister, all these things that we are explaining to you in the talk, it is important that you pay attention and understand them. If you are seeking for receive your message, you are missing it. Pay attention. In this world, that the secret of the best lies. What brings you is the secret of existence. And when you are revealing such things, you don't you don't jump up and down. You don't start you don't have to talk to yourself. My son, listen to what of this. Listen to this saying. Because it will bless your soul. Can you see that? Remember the way Solomon was talking with the son. After he had experienced things that he experienced in life. And he called his son and said, Come on, listen. Praise God. So, and that is why we are giving you this wisdom of everything. You know, when I was very down. When I was very sick, I can see clear that this body is decaying. This body is decaying. The reality of decay is becoming obvious on this body. I stood on God's word. I went back to the book of creation. One of the things I was telling that sister the week is that I was telling the sister how to communicate with God, how to bring God's word back to God, how to bring God's word back to Him. Because He said that we all know His word more than His name. But when you don't know this fundamental secret about God, how will you talk to God about it? There are some things that you will talk to God about that God will say, Hey, hey. Hey, and you get those things through knowledge. God will like how he got it, and what rule about the spiritual is that when you get you receive it, nobody marks you wrong when you get it in the spiritual. You can be Oduro in the physical. You can get it right. But in the spiritual, it is a standing principle. It is a standing principle. No one alters it. When you get it wrong, you get it wrong. When you get it right, you get it right. Can you see that? You get the result when you get it right in the spirit. The grace to get it right continuously rests upon you in Jesus' name. So the things of the spirit respond to knowledge. The things of the spirit respond to what? To knowledge. It responds to divine knowledge. When Satan came to Hagar and Eve in the Garden of Eden, it tests their spiritual intelligence. It tests what they know. It tests what they know. And it is more that they, they, they know nothing. They know nothing. And what happened after? The poor. He achieved his purpose. 
and the same examination. He took it to the second Adam. And the second Adam said, I know something. Everything that second Adam was saying, he was quoting it from the Bible. From the, from the scripture. Are you hearing me? He was quoting the scripture. For it is written. So you can see now. It is about the fight of intelligence. The day I discovered it, that intelligence is the currency that you spend, that you use, or the weapon you use to fight the devil. That's the day I enter freedom. Ah, somebody didn't get that. Somebody is lost there. Somebody lost. Intelligence. Spiritual intelligence. Spiritual alertness is the weapon that you need to fight the devil. All your shark. Devil does not care about your shark. Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. I find you. I lose you. I find you. Satan does not care. Are you getting something? When you quote the scripture and you say that Jesus was wounded for my transgression, he was bruised for my transgression, and the chastisement of my peace was upon him, and by his fight I healed. Hello, see, don't say you When you quote that scripture and the understanding of that scripture is not in you. That scripture is by quoting biology. And that is why you see that devil don't respond to some people when they quote scripture. Devil still deal with some people after you have quoted all the scriptures in this world. Because the scripture you are quoting is not from your point. The scripture you are quoting is from your spirit. It's what you have locked up in the spirit. And before scripture can be locked up in your spirit, you need to have the revelation of that scripture. And somebody hearing me. You seek spiritual things. You search. You research and research for seeking fear. Because I was here, I was here yesterday morning to night. I left there around past twelve. Are you ready? And at the point, I have to relax myself and sleep there. Why sleeping on that corner? Come and say communication. Deep things as they were being revealed. I was not. The words were just coming. Very deep things of the spirit. Are you ready? When you become really intelligent, you receive freedom. You enter the realm of tranquility. Nothing moves you unless you move something. Of course, we don't just because you know, sometimes we are we think we are flying feet. Ah, I am not I'm, I'm ill. Ah, ah, I won't I won't use drugs. I won't, I, I'm, I'm here. I know. The person that you hear is testimony. Did he tell The person that tells you that he's operating by the leading of the faith. He's operating by the things that you know. What do you know? What do you know? Jesus Christ knows something. He said, A man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Hey, for me, Bob. Sit down. Come down with you. The other thing, he responded back to the devil. He said, You shall not tempt your God. Can you see that? And he gave you a word of command. Get you behind him, Satan. And the Bible said that Satan left him for a while. Not forever. If you. That is a mistake that most believers do. You think 
that Satan will leave you forever. Hebrews, see, I will give you one secret today. One secret today that will help you throughout the days of your life. Listen to me. This is the secret. Satan don't Satan don't bring temptation to you eh, in the area of your knowledge. Where you have gathered, where you have received knowledge. Satan check your level of intelligence. For an instance, you look at you. What do you know about divine healing? What do you know about healing? If you know nothing, he will come and harass you with sickness. He will harass you with sickness. He will harass you with sickness. Are you what I'm saying? But the moment they could understand that you know secrets of healing, you have the knowledge of God about healing, they will not be sickness. Because you know that it will be a waste of time for him. I hear them saying. So, devil deals with you in the area where you lack knowledge. And that is why that is asked us to keep on studying, to keep on studying, to show ourselves approved. Are you following something? Sickness is real. But it is a stain 
on the book of it. Because eternal life existed in him. His body 
walking form to accommodate sickness since the inherent life of God was a resistance. There is a life that is deposited in the inside of Eden. That life was a resistance. That life is working like a machine. You know, like a resistant machine in Adam, not permitting the, 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 the external forces to penetrate Adam. But the day that that spirit left Adam, Adam became exposed and he accommodated death and its relatives. In heaven, he accommodated death and its relatives. And that's how we become identified with that problem. So we inherited everything that happened to Hidden. Ah, by, by identification. Because the whole of human race was locked, was engrafted in Adam. When God created Adam, God, God engrafted the whole human race in him. So Adam happened to be the seed of mankind. I don't know. So the fruit, the, when the tree germinated, we are, the, we are just the branches and that, that's human. So if you cut the tree from the root, you cut off the whole of mankind. And you see that. So, when God raised Moses, Moses, God engrafted Israelites in Moses. So, when Moses stands before God, Moses is representing the Israelites. Can you see that? So, God now raised Jesus. The final Adam. Bible call him the last Adam. The last Adam. God raised the last Adam. No more Messiah is coming. Don't let anybody deceive you. Some people are still waiting for Messiah. They wait till we see the rapture comes. No Messiah is coming anywhere again. Messiah has come. He has rescued us from sin and its consequences. He has rescued us from the rush to come. We have been rescued. So those that are waiting for Messiah, let them keep on waiting. For I pray to look to the feelings for them. They have the authority to feel for some of them because their height is open. When we become that person, when the trumpet comes and we are no more. And of course, those that are still waiting for, for Jesus to come, for the Messiah to come, what we are enjoying are doing because they don't believe in the existence of the Holy Spirit. I remember some people call Holy Spirit a force. <laughs> I told you the story now. Is there only spirit the force? And they relate him to an angel. Uh-huh. They say, come on. Holy Spirit is the force. And I say, okay, 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 let me help you. Let me, let me help you. Because I like to help people. So let me help you. I agree with you the force. But a living force. That's why I thought you are. <laughs> a living force. He said, no, it's not a living force. What is it a living force? Eh? Okay. Why is it? Address as so what they are saying is that only three inanimate object. It's just a force like like breeze. Like breeze. You can say now, like breeze. Like noise. Like noise. Like wind. Can you see that? That's the force. Because as I'm speaking now, you can hear my voice. Aha, that's the sound. But I said no. And I took and I took him into the scripture. I said, open your Bible. You know, and these are the people that have just said a lot of things in their Bible. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Never with them. You know, I said, open your Bible, open your own Bible. I didn't carry my Bible because anytime I want to deal with somebody, this is the Bible I usually carry. And that is why you see that as long as the Bible is, I say to you to touch. Now they go to the middle gym, Momo Monday. They do You know, so, so I, brought out, I brought out this Bible. You know, 
And because this is the I used to study, this is for three years I started doing that. And that was how I did it, you know. I was just eating it and eating it and eating it. So if I want to if I want to pick out anything now, I know where to open. Quickly, I'll just open it. <laughs> I bring it out. <laughs> Praise God. I said, don't worry, I won't open it, but I will open it out. And that tell me where you open. I said, read. And he read it. And he read it there that when he the spirit of truth shall come. I said, so does this sound in the Bible as animate or inanimate? There are no good points. Eh? This is what I almost got to come He left sorrowful. He was sorrowful. He left Peter. Of course, I didn't say all of that to defeat anybody. Because I to pass across Christ to him. Just trying to tell him the truth. He left. So what when he left, you know, you know, you don't accept people like that. It's new people. Reinforcement. And you know, when you know, you know now. So I, I my wife knows what I'm talking about. I accommodated them. I opened everything. At the point I saw you in my Bible, I said, Open your Bible. Open your Bible. Because this book, I just said, I'm going to say, I have a lot of things. I can see, you know, let's give up with them. You know, I opened it. I opened it. They run away. They didn't come with me. They will not come with me. No. Because you prove it to them logically. You prove it to them experience. Somebody say, I'm getting knowledge of the living God. Hallelujah. See, I don't know. Hey, you see, time, time don't do it. And I've not done what I want to do. Holy Spirit, help me. Okay. Okay, don't worry. You're going to see the airport now. But is somebody been blessed? Is somebody been blessed? Now, see something. The Bible speaks concerning Moses. It said, He showed Moses his ways. And for the children of Israel, ah, listen, two things. Ways, ah. They are. You know, they are Why did he show Moses his ways? So what it means is that Moses was the follower of him. So as God is going, Moses following. So he's saying, Moses, this is the way. See, this is the way. See, this is the way. But what it means is that you receive. The ways of God in fellowship. And those that have, that know the ways of God, they are the ones that do exploit. They are the givers. They are not the receivers. Those that are looking for the act are the receivers. So which category do you belong? Miracles Huh? No! You don't seek it. And that is why I don't encourage you to seek miracles. The Bible, Jesus talked about those that are seeking for miracles. They want to see, they want to see what they believe. They want to see miracles. I am here and We are not miracle seekers. Miracles. Is locked up in the inside of us. To buy you, but not to you. What is your go of you? You are belly food. Belly food. Belly food. Belly full of food. You know, the belly full. 
you are bellyful. You know you are bellyful. Somebody say I'm bellyful. See, the word of God. When you are looking, um, God, when you are looking with, with fullness, and you are looking, that is the way the word of God works. Because the word of God says that thing. He says, faith comes by hearing. So something comes when the word is coming. And what comes when the word comes is faith. He says, the faith comes by hearing. Faith comes, faith comes, faith comes, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So you are loading faith when the word of God is there. You are loading faith, and when you are loaded completely, hey, you enter into um, the realm of the supernatural. It is called transcendent realm. Transcendent realm, the realm that is above the natural. When possibility, you know, is possible, when everything is possible, you enter the realm, when you, the realm of assurance, the realm of the knowing that you just know that something will happen. You don't need to panic over anything. And that is the reason why we load ourselves in this world. The load is our weapon. And that's the way we win. We win by loading up ourselves. We are loading up our gun. And when the situation comes, we shoot it. We are not moved by circumstances. We are not moved by situation. We are standing the back. Because we know what we are carrying. We know we are very free. We know that when we release the world, the world performs. The world, when it is released, will not go and return back void. We can't achieve the purpose for which that we say. Are you getting what I'm now? Ah, what you get here? What you get here? What you get here? Bro, what you get here? So, sickness will not come. Say, I refuse to be harassed. I refuse to be harassed. Never, never, never. I am not subjecting myself to the harassment of darkness. I am not subjecting myself to the harassment of sickness and diseases. Like jumping up here because I see the Spirit of God doing something great in somebody. I see somebody receiving strength, spiritual enablement. Hallelujah! Move your hand in appreciating Jesus. Move the hands, move the hands, move the hands, move the hands, move the hands. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Okay, let me just do five more minutes, then I leave you. So, take them accommodated death and eternity. And that was the state of Hagar after the fall. Oh, it was a mission accomplished for Satan and his cohorts with great celebration. Satan was pumping champagne with his cohorts. That we have victory over God. But listen, I call that victory. When I was writing this message, I just look at that. What can I use to qualify that kind of victory? And the Holy said, you can call it delusion victory. Delusion victory. Victory does not have a day. Victory that stop you. That does not have any foundation. Only one he later he, he come later he abi he come from our Irini Irini you know I don't have to be with the one who is praise God I don't put you to work 
you know that is the hand that is built with saliva eh what is it eh build it is built that will collapse it so Satan was standing on lies of course it's a lie and the father of it all so Satan when Satan is celebrating over you you know that that person is pretending to tell you this is television is not true go and look what God is saying when you find what God is saying return back to Satan and Satan will be like was not true. It was a lie. So Satan was and is corrupt. They were the same what I regard as delusion victory. Because they felt they have defeated God. They have destroyed, they have destroyed and 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 tampered with the work of God by bringing man into sin and the consequence of that sin. Man was going to fall. Amen. So he made provision for the restoration of man. So the plan for restoration is, is inclusive in the redemptive plan of God and agenda from the very beginning. God knew from the very beginning and he made that plan to redeem man, to back to his original state. Right now, we are in that state. I will clarify it and I will end up from there. Because I said we are in that state now that we will redeem from sickness, right? And of course, sickness is still there, still everywhere in the world. I didn't have What happened? There will be, you know, I said, 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 Will, be, will have been taken out. So nobody is being sentenced. No confrontation of sickness anymore. So sickness have, will have been taken out of the way. So no, we won't even have the knowledge of sickness anymore. In the kind of Eden, they didn't have the knowledge of sickness. They didn't have the knowledge of good and evil. It was the free of evil and good that has them to know the difference between good and evil. So in that time, we are will be returned back to that original state, whereby we will not know evil anymore. But right now, we are facing evil, but God has empowered us with the resistance, without eternal life, to resist evil today, to resist sickness today. Amen. Of course, we have we have our responsibility to play now. But then, your responsibility. Jesus will have done all for us there. And we live in peace, in tranquility, in rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Say, I'm free from sickness. I'm free from diseases. I'm free from sin. And the consequences of sin. Hallelujah. Because that is 